Welcome to Married by Design. You ever notice how much energy you spend in an argument with your spouse pointing out their faults? Let me ask you a question. How much time did you spend looking at your own sins? How much time do you spend working on yourself by first admitting your faults as a process of the change that you need? That's what we're going to be looking at on this episode of Married by Design. The purpose of the Married by Design podcast is to encourage couples to enjoy all that God desires for them in the marriage relationship. Welcome to our podcast. We've been looking over the last few weeks at the area of conflict resolution. We have seen that God does in fact have the answers in our marriage and we have encouraged you to rethink the way you handle conflict. We first looked at the need to step back and cool down instead of pouring gas on the fire of an argument. Yeah, no good is going to come from launching into a disagreement when your emotions are out of 10. We need to choose to cool down and only then approach the issues. Last time we looked at putting your attention on your errors, your faults, your sins in the conflict. And doing that is a sure way to de-escalate the conflict and to move in a positive direction and actually resolve things. Today we're going to look at the concept of confession, admitting and really recognizing your sins and seeking your spouse's forgiveness. Asking for and granting forgiveness is so essential to a healthy God-honoring relationship, and we'll look at forgiveness in the next episode. Once the rubble is cleared out of the way, we'll look at how to communicate better and actually make changes through repentance. So Jan, talk about confession and why we don't tend to confess our sins to each other. Sure. One of the big reasons we don't confess our logs or sins is because of pride. We think that we're right and never acknowledge that we played a role in the conflict. Yeah, and that's deadly in a relationship. Right. When we're in a disagreement, we're defensive and feel threatened. The last thing we want to do is humble ourselves because we feel like it gives the other person the upper hand and we're surrendering. We'd rather put up a fight. We also have a tendency to focus on our spouse's faults, and in our focus on their faults, we see them as bigger than ours and think that they should own up to their faults before we admit ours. We think that the other person should confess first and are waiting for them to make the first move. We may be blinded from seeing our own sin, and we can't admit something if we don't recognize it in ourselves. That's right. Most people are not in the mode of seeing their faults, let alone admitting them and asking for forgiveness. The result of a lack of confessing is devastating to a relationship. It lays a hotbed of frustration and resentment that leads to further strife and the endless repetition of unresolved past crimes and misdemeanors. Without confession, we continue to make the same errors and sins and never recognize our wrongs and therefore never seek a better way to handle things. This leads to a stalemate in our relationship and a stalling in our own spiritual life because unconfessed sin deadens our heart to God and to our spouse. A lack of confession also allows unconfessed sin to reign in our hearts that leads to further damage in our relationship with others and with God. It leads to a hard heart and an increase in pride. 
And that's a vicious cycle. Yeah, and not dealing with sin leads to misery in our own life and in our marriage. David uh, wrote in Psalm 32, When I kept silent, my bones wasted away through my groaning all day long. And and in Psalm 28, it says, Whoever conceals their sins does not prosper, but the one who confesses and renounces them finds mercy. There's a story in the Old Testament, the book of Joshua, that illustrates the devastation of hiding sin and not confessing it. It's in Joshua 7 and is the story of Achan. Achan took some of the spoils of battle that were supposed to be given to God after the victory of Ai. He did wrong and chose to hide it, thinking that it would be fine and no one would know. Isn't that what we do sometimes? Yeah, we do wrong and think that we can hide it and just move on and there are no consequences. But there are consequences. Your marriage may be a shadow of what it could be because of unconfessed sin. Yeah. In Achan's case, God had to reveal it and confront him with his sin. Joshua said to Achan, My son, give glory to the Lord, the God of Israel, and give praise to him. It's interesting that a way we honor God and praise him is by confessing our sin and dealing with it. Joshua then said, Tell me what you have done. Do not hide it from me. When our marriage is in conflict, that may be what we need to be told. We need to be told to confess because we don't volunteer what we've done wrong and we hide like Achan did. Achan did finally confess his sin, but the effects were already devastating, not only on him personally, but on his whole family. And Achan's sin also affected all of the Israelite nation. Thirty-six of them died in battle because of what he did. We don't naturally think about the effects of our sin on those around us, but we should because others are affected and hurt by it. The solution is to confess and renounce our own sins, as we read in Psalm 28. Okay, time for our 15-second shameless plug. My wife has been involved in promoting products from Norwex chemical-free tools to clean everything from dust to floors to cars. Their microfiber cleans and removes up to 99% of bacteria with just water. I personally love the claws that make washing the cars easy and quick and leave them looking great. If you'd like more information, you can check out our website at Janet Gruhouse, that's J-A-N-E-T-G-R-U-C-H-A-C-Z dot Norwex, that's N-O-R-W-E-X, Dot biz. And now back to the show. There is a better way. It it's again involves God's design purposes for marriage and his methods. His purpose is to be honored in our marriage and for you to love your spouse more than you love yourself. When you tolerate unconfessed sin, you are doing neither of these. When we decide to honor God, it means that our goal is not to win or be the one who's right. Honoring God means doing what is right by freely admitting your sins and humbling yourself. You only love yourself when you won't confess your sins and move past these failures. To love your spouse means you want to become the very best husband or wife through the lifelong process of confession and forgiveness. So, what are God's methods of confession? Basically, there's two closely related aspects of confession. The first is seeing and admitting my own sins. 
We serve a holy God, and minimizing our faults, which is just another word for sins, is not seeing and acknowledging them for the rebellion against him that they are. We need to see that anything we do that goes against how he directs us to live is sin and rebellion. We have a tendency to compare ourselves to others and think we're doing pretty well, but we have to look at God's standard and admit that we fall short. We're often willing to tolerate our own sin, excusing it because we were provoked, or minimizing it because the world standards, by the world standards, it's not so bad. But I need to take an honest look at the ways I speak to and treat my spouse and admit that I'm not being obedient to God. So the first part of confession means that you admit to yourself that the, and to the Lord and then to your spouse exactly what you have done wrong. You don't make any excuses about your behavior and you don't downplay it. You freely and eagerly confess your wrongs as exactly that, wrong. Yes, and the other aspect of confession means that we begin to align our thinking with God's way of thinking. Our problem in sin and why we keep doing it is because we excuse our sin, justify our choices, and we really believe that sin is good. When we see it the way that God does, we will really start to deal with it. The Greek word for confess in a verse like 1 John 1.9 is homo legeo. It literally means to say the same thing as another or to agree with. Who are we agreeing with? Well, God. What he says is always right and pure. He sees everything perfectly and knows what is best. We need to say the same thing that God does and agree with God about, for example, our anger or our selfishness or our pride. Only when we see our sins the way that God does will we desire to change. Part of, again, part of the reason that we never really change is because we may apologize, but we really don't see our sin the way that God does, so we keep doing it. The real key to repentance is right confession. I often will have someone who is struggling with a particular sin to do an in-depth study of that sin in the Bible. And through that process, they begin to align their own thinking and see it the way that God does. And with that kind of study and consistent aligning of your thinking about that sin, real change will be natural. When you practice the two aspects of confession, freely admitting your sins and saying the same thing that God does about them, you will be able to move past these sins and into a better place in your relationship with God and your spouse. So your mission, should you choose to accept it this week, is to take the logs list from the previous episode that you created and confess these sins to God and then to your spouse and ask them to forgive you. Also, any time this week you sin against your spouse, confess it right away rather than letting it fester. And just one more thing, I want to encourage you to be doers of the word and not merely hearers. That means that you need to be putting into practice the things that we've covered so far. We've covered a lot. And I want to make sure that each area, cooling down, looking at your logs and confession, that you're actually putting into practice these things as a habit before moving on. If you just listen to these podcasts and don't begin practicing the principles, you're missing out on all that God could make your marriage to be. This is a weekly podcast, but it may be worth 
it to make sure that you're practicing these things before moving on to the next episode. So let me pray for you. Father, I just thank you for this time and for this idea of confession. Lord, I pray for Janet and I, as I pray for each person who's listening, that through this week, and even right now, maybe they see the things that they've done wrong, the way they've sinned against their spouse. And Lord, I pray that that they would come to a place of really admitting it freely and also really seeing the sin the way that you do. And they, they would be willing to go to their spouse and ask for forgiveness. We ask for this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, we appreciate the time that you spend with us. And if you have any questions or comments or input, ideas of things you'd like us to cover in the future, you can email us at marriedbydesign01 at gmail.com. And again, we encourage you to invite your friends, let your friends know about this podcast and subscribe. So next week on Married by Design, we're continuing to look at resolving conflict and we're going to be looking at the idea of forgiveness. So we look forward to seeing you next time on Married by Design. 